the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Now, here's Sue Freeze. Thank you so much for joining the Sue Free Show, and I'm just so grateful to be with you today. I'm going to say a quick prayer because I didn't do it before I came in here. I had a wonderful lunch with uh, some special people, and uh, so now here I am, and I've got a full belly, and that's a wonderful thing. Anyway, so thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for this day. I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for the opportunity that you've put before me. Lord, I'm humbled by it, and I just ask that you guide uh, the words that are spoken, the thought process that's going on in my head to give me discernment, Holy Spirit, that I can do your will, I can speak your will, and that your words be my words right now uh, as they hit the radio waves. And, and Lord, I just pray for every single person, Lord, that they, they get to know you in a newer, deeper level, that they feel your presence as they go through this holiday season. It's a tough time for some. And I just pray for those people, that they feel your presence and that they get that warmth and that love that you have for each and every one of us. And thank you, Lord Jesus, for all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to start with my heart. And my heart uh, during the holiday season is I just think about the people that don't have like somewhere to go for Christmas dinner, for um, just feeling isolated, feeling alone. And I'm just asking each and every one of you that's listening right now or watching right now, I'm asking for you to have your eyes peeled, your ears open for that person that doesn't have anywhere to go. It just hurts my heart. And I just want to make sure that we open up our homes, we open up our hearts to somebody that might need just to have someone to care enough to ask them over for a meal or to watch and to see, oh, we need to get them a little gift, just the slightest of things, just something small, something special that's going to let someone know that they're valued and that they're loved. And it's not that hard. It's really not. So let's all do that, okay? Can we do that? That'll be great. So I just went to Las Vegas, and I know Las Vegas, it has that that um, sinful situation. But I went there for the rodeo, and the horses, the cows, the bulls, the smell, the sounds, just the whole thing is just so awesome. And to top it off, I went there with some dear friends of mine, Steve Zener and, and Heather and uh, Steve Nelson. And we had the greatest time being there. They also have Cowboy Christmas. And I went there last year. We all went there last year. And I went back again this year. And they have all these different things that you can look, watch, buy. Um, things that are made. Things that you just don't see every day. It was just a, a wonderful time. And it was 
athletic in the sense that you walk, 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 walk. The convention center is a very large place, and there was two hotels, which that's a lot of walking. And uh, my leg needed that. And on a side note, uh, we went to a place where there was a live band playing country music, and I was asked to dance. And I went around twice doing two-step, and it's the first time that I've actually been on the dance floor since my my uh, surgery in August. And so it didn't hurt. And I'm praising God for that because I'm really believing that my leg's going to be better than it's ever been. And I'm going to be up on that dance floor more and more and more. So uh, moving forward, we're going to go to Nashville over the New Year's Eve. And the Worlds for Country Dancing is going to be there. And I am going to actually try to compete. So it's going to be fun. Stay tuned. I'll let you know how that goes. And and I'm just believing that my leg's going to be strong and it's going to get through those three dances that we have to do. And uh, it's going to be fun. So I want to talk to you about God's great gift. And it's not traditionally wrapped. And as I am shopping and as I'm thinking about the people that have really blessed me and been there and supported me, I just want to really, really, really give them something special. And when you've got a large list, as I do, which I'm so thankful for, it's very difficult. And what I'm realizing is that some of the homework was done early on because I was paying attention to words. You know, even a simple thing like, do they like milk chocolate or do they like dark chocolate? Just a simple thing like that. But as we pay attention to the conversations as they happen, if it's somebody that you care about, it's a mental note or it's a written note or it's a phone note where you can draw back on that and uh, gather all of those notes and buy those gifts and have it be special. Even a simple thing like knowing the difference between milk chocolate and dark chocolate. It's fun. Also, when I'm thinking about the gifts, I'm thinking about spending time with and making it work. And, you know, as our families grow and there's more people involved, there's more people that they're involved with, so therefore there's only so many days. And how do you, how do you spread that celebration with all the people that you need to come in contact with and celebrate with, right? That's the tough one. And as our family grows, it becomes more difficult and more difficult all the time. And it's a good thing, isn't it? I've seen uh, Facebook pictures where they've got this huge, long table, and every seat at the table is filled. And I'm thinking, well, that's a great idea. I mean, the table, I mean, it's like five, eight-foot tables full of people. Whew, that's a huge ordeal. And how much intimate time do you have? But it's really great to have the whole family together. And wouldn't it be wonderful if you can gather all those family members and get a professional photographer and do something that is going to stay in your memory forever and maybe up on your wall to remind you of all those special people in your life? That's a thought that I had for mine is I want to have something that's going to last more than that day and more that's the memories that are in my heart. I want visually, I'm a visual person, and I want to have that visual picture to remind me of just how special those people are in my life. So out of sheer generosity, God put us in right standing with himself. A pure gift, he got us out of the mess we're in and restored us to where he always wanted us to be. And he did it by means of Jesus Christ. He sacrificed Jesus on the altar of the world to clear that world of sin, Romans 3, 24, 25.
the greatest gift ever given wasn't bought in a store. No cash exchanged hands. It wasn't even traditionally wrapped. Instead, this gift was wrapped in swaddling clothes and placed in a manger. Yet it cost the giver everything. The Bible says God sent his son to earth as the greatest gift ever. He came to die and make you right with God. Romans three twenty four twenty five. Out of sheer generosity, God put us in right standing with himself, a pure gift. He got us out of the mess we're in and restored us. So why did Jesus have to die? Let's go back to the basics. Nobody's perfect. I've never met a single person who's perfect, and neither have you. I don't measure up to my own expectations, much less God's perfect standard. And neither do you. We've all blown it. The Bible says all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. I needed to know that address because I have said that scripture so many times and I didn't know where it was. So now I know Romans 3.23. God is just. God wants to be fair. When somebody breaks a law, there must be a penalty for it. When you break man's law, you pay man's penalty. When you break God's laws, you pay God's penalties. The Bible says the payment for sin is death. Romans 6.23 Jesus paid the price for our sin. The Bible says God took the sinless Christ and poured into him our sins. Then, in exchange, he poured God's goodness into us. 2 Corinthians 5.21 Jesus took on my sin and your sin and all the sin that has ever been committed. That's the good news. The gospel. Jesus paid the price you could never, ever pay. Accept God's free gift. God offers us the free gift of salvation because Jesus took upon himself our sin. But it's a gift we must choose to receive. Did you hear that? It's a gift you and me. We must choose to receive it. The Bible says to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1 12. If you haven't accepted God's free gift of salvation, I pray you will make that decision today. It's one thing to understand that the basics of how to have a relationship with Jesus. It's another to accept the gift. And if you've already made that decision, I pray you share the good news of Jesus with someone who needs to hear it. I'm going to just get off track here just for a second. Not really, but yes, I am. Because how many times can you look back and say there was an opportunity that you missed? How many times I can tell you right now, I have a real struggle right now and I can tell you what my struggle is is I'm, I'm praying for President Trump. And on this radio station right now, I can talk about this. And I'm having a real dilemma because I'm a business owner, because I have different people in my world, and I'm wondering when to be bold and make my statements and when to just hold back a little bit. And how many of us out there are in the same boat? And I'm just being real with you right now. Is that I have never seen a president be maybe Ronald Reagan, but I've never seen a president be so forthright and upfront about his relationship and our relationship with the Lord 
and our country as being a God country. And I, I appreciate it. And there's so many times when I see something on Facebook and I want to like and I want to share and I hold back and I'm just being real again. I'm holding back. And I don't like that I'm holding back. How many of you are in the same boat? So what's being asked right now is that we pray. Strongest of all, pray for our President Trump. Pray for his family in this impeachment situation that's going on right now. Just pray for President Trump and our country and our future. It's crazy what's going on. I know you know that. And it's, it's just crazy. And, and the things that are going on right now, not even being able to say he or she, uh, to me, I'm just like, what is happening with this world today? You're listening to The Sue Free Show, KKLA. Thank you so much for sponsoring this show and, and putting this show out there and the syndication of going to uh, KDAR, The Word in Ventura, and KPraise in San Diego. And up to KUHL up in Santa Maria and San Luis Obispo. And there's other station, KCBQ, that is playing this show. I'm just so forever grateful. And I'm so thankful. So, you know, even in just what I stated right now, I might lose some listeners. I might. And I'm willing to do it right here. Because I feel like it's the right thing to do. And what God tells us is to love the person. We might not all agree. But we're called to love the person. We hate the sin, but we love the person. And it's not for me to judge. The judgment isn't from me or you. So you have a choice on how you're going to handle every situation every single day. And you have a choice whether you're going to receive the Lord if you have not. And if you're going to live the life that God wants you to live. That's your choice. And we have to make those choices not just one time. Those choices have to be made every minute of every day because things come up, don't they? Things come up and we can choose this over that. We can choose to say a cuss word versus another word. We can choose to get angry and sin or we can choose to be mad about something and then talk it out and come to some type of understanding and maybe even an agreement. Hallelujah on that. Have you trusted Jesus for your salvation? Dear Jesus, you have promised that if I believe in you, everything I've ever done wrong will be forgiven. I will learn the purpose of my life, and you will accept me into your eternal home in heaven one day. That's a prayer. That's a prayer that you can pray. And here it goes some more. I confess my sin, and I believe that you are my Savior. You have promised that if I confess my sin and trust you, I will be saved. I trust you when you say that salvation comes by grace through faith, and not by anything I do. I receive you into my life as my Lord. Today, I'm turning over every part of my life to your management. You have the right to call the shots in my life. Are you ready for that? And here's the last part of this. Jesus, I want to relax in your love. Thank you that I don't have to earn it or work for it. I want to use the rest of my life to serve you instead of serving myself. I humbly commit my life to you and ask you to save me and accept me into your family. In your name I pray. Amen. Talk it over. Outside of your salvation, 
What's the most memorable gift you ever received? Do you know what that is? What is the best gift you've ever received? Why is it hard to accept a free, extravagant gift? What person can you tell this week about God's free gift of salvation? Don't pass by. Don't swish over. Do it. You will feel better. You will. God has an answer for your Christmas worry. God took one look at me, and look what happened. I'm the most fortunate woman on earth. What God has done for me will never be forgotten. Luke one forty eight. Can we be honest? Becoming a first-time parent is a tough transition for anyone. Late-night feedings, the regular rhythm of dirty diapers, and fussy colic experiences can make even the most prepared new parent feel like they're living in a daze. But put yourself in Mary's place. Even though she has never been intimate with a man, an angel comes to her and says, you're going to be the mother of the Son of God. Think about that for a minute. That's a pretty stressful pronouncement. The Bible says she responded to this news just like any of us would. She worried, confused, and disturbed. Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. That's Luke one twenty nine. This Christmas, you might be in Mary's shoes. You don't know what 2020 has in store for you. God is leading you to do something new. A job is coming to an end. A relationship appears over. Worry is essentially a control issue. It's trying to control the uncontrollable. We can't control the economy, so we worry about the economy. We can't control our children, so we worry about our children. We can't control the future, so we worry about the future. But worry never solves anything. It's doing without doing. I like that. And it's so true, isn't it? What does Mary do with her worry? She changes her perspective and leans on the promises of God. Mary said, God took one look at me and look what happened. I'm the most fortunate woman on earth. What God has done for me will never be forgotten. Mary's entire prayer in Luke 1 is full of scripture from the Old Testament. She was a woman of the word. Instead of focusing on her situation, she focuses on the promises of God. Did you hear that? Are you a worrier? This could help you. What did it say? It said, instead of focusing on your worry or on your situation, focus on the promises of God. That's good advice, isn't it? Yes, you may be facing an impossible situation this Christmas, but the Bible declares over and over in its pages that God has your back. I can tell you that I have recently gone through some situations that there's just no way I could handle it on my own. But I knew God had me. I knew he had me, and I knew things were going to turn out just fine. Maybe not the way that I had planned or thought they would. But I knew, I knew and I believed that God had it. This weekend, I was, uh, I had to go to Palm Springs for a pest control operators convention. 
And I had sat down because there was a legislator that was speaking, and I sat down, and I had my glasses in my lap. And I must have, without even thinking, I had them in my lap. I got up, and I was invited to go to dinner, and I got excited about going to dinner, and I forgot that I had my glasses in my lap. And I stood up, and I went out, and I didn't realize I didn't have my glasses until I got to the restaurant when I needed them so I could read the menu. So luckily, I had friends with me that could read the menu for me and pick out what I wanted to eat. And that night, I was stewing about my new prescription, which I'm wearing right now, my new prescription glasses that I really like because they're really light. And you you guys that wear glasses, you know what I'm talking about. You get a pair of glasses that are really comfortable, and it's just hard to find them. And so you don't want to lose them, especially early on. So I was stressing over it. And then I realized, I asked myself this question, can I control what's going on right now? Can I make them magically appear? And wherever they are, There's nothing I can do about it right now. I need to get some sleep. I need to get some shut-eye right now. And so I told my brain to shut off. I told my worry to go away, and I went to sleep. And as I was like, I could feel myself fading into sleep, I believed and I pictured my glasses appearing. I pictured them being there the next morning. I pictured them being there, and guess what happened? Well, obviously, you know, because I'm wearing them right now. They were there. They were they were in the lost and found on the table. I was so excited, but I knew they were going to be there, and I didn't have to worry. It didn't make a difference anyway, and that's the point, isn't it? It is. So God promises to help us as we get healthy, become better parents, eliminate our debt, and more. But unless we know and claim those promises, we'll worry needlessly about our future. Are you ready to trust God for whatever is in store for 2020? 2020, that's hard to even get off my tongue. 2020, it's just so strange to me. Are you ready for 2020 and what is it you're going to do? I've made some decisions and I I hope you have too about uh, changing it up this year or believing bigger than we believed before, putting our trust in God. When I was evaluating relationships that I've had over my lifetime, I realized the one thing that was more important than any other thing was trust. Is I want to trust those that are nearest to me. I want to trust that they have my back. My employees, I trust the employees that have proven to be trustworthy. The people in my life that have been my cheerleader but have been there to tell me right from wrong or to tell me you're going down the wrong path or, Sue, you better think about this again. Those are the people I want around me. It's not always having the people that say what you want to hear, but you want the people that are protecting you, that really have your best interests at heart. And you trust them with your life. You trust them with your heart. Because let's face it, our heart is a very sensitive, sensitive thing, isn't it? And when we hurt, we hurt. And it's kind of hard to recover. So to have people around you that you know have have you and that you can trust them is the best feeling of all, at least for me. And and it's saying here repeatedly, I haven't I haven't looked on Bible Gateway, maybe you can do this for me. But look on Bible Gateway and see how many times trust is in the Bible. I'm curious to know. Could you could you connect with me on Sue Free spelt like fries one word dot com? Can you connect with me and tell me what's going on in your life? what prayer requests you have, what resources you need, and tell me how many times the word trust is mentioned in the Bible. I really want to know, and I'm looking forward to that. 
So we're going to reach a halfway point for the show. So um, stay tuned for part two of the Sue Freeze Show. God bless you. Hi, this is Sue Freeze, the termite lady from Ecola Termite and Pest Control. And I'm Tyson Freeze, Sue's son, and also work at Ecola. I understand why Ecola is Southern California's number one alternative pest control company. As a child with asthma, my mother made it her number one priority to protect me from harmful chemicals and contaminants. I wrote a book about it called Learning to Breathe, about a love without bounds and a fight I refuse to lose. I'll always be thankful for my mom's love and strength during this struggle, which essentially saved my life. I'm proud knowing my mother, Andy Cola, cares for our customers like my mom cared for me. Now we are offering $100 off any termite work and $50 off pest control for new customers. Just call 877-332-BUGS for details. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. 877-332-BUGS. E. Cola, powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. Love you, Mom. Here they come. Bugs. Getting out of the cold into the snuggy, warm, hidden places inside your home. Hi, this is Sue Freeze of E. Termite and Pest Control. But you can call me the Termite Lady. And Tyson Freeze, manager at E. Bugs love your home, even if you keep it sparkling clean. They hate the cold outside and love the warmth of your warm home. And they will eventually find your food storage. Yuck! So call us for our free pestimate at 877-332-BUGS. New customers get $50 off any initial treatment. Bugs hate that we make our service so effective. We use people and pet-friendly methods to kill and repel bugs. And with regular treatments, you'll keep them away throughout the year. About face. Don't let insects and rodents march in. Call E. Cola now. 877-332-BUGS. That's 877-332-BUGS. Or online at termitelady.com. E. Cola. Powerful termite and pest control. As gentle as a butterfly. You're listening to The Sue Freeze Show, the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. And here again is Sue Freeze. Thank you so much, Ecola, Termite and Pest Control Services, for sponsoring the Sue Freeze Show. You know, I'm reaching my 10-year mark, and Ecola has been sponsoring this show. If you would like to be a guest on my show, reach out to me, and I would like to hear from you. If you'd like to be a sponsor for the Sue Free Show, reach out to me. I'd like to talk with you, and I can help you out so much. If you're a business owner and you're not sure if advertising on the radio is right for you, I can help you with that. I really can. I have the School of Hard Knocks for, man, I don't know, 18 years. I think that's um, pretty good amount of time to know how to do this and what to do. But I'm always learning, and I like that. I like to always be learning. But I'd like to get a new sponsor for this show, and so it could be you. And it's very reasonable. And just reach out to me, and I'd like to talk with you. And how do you do that? You go to Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com, and put in your connecting information, and I will get back to you, and we can have conversation. And uh, that's going to be a great thing. I'm also looking for people that want to be a guest on my show. I have some really good speakers I just, um, people I'm meeting right now are just so fun who God's putting in my path, and I want to share them with you. And uh, I've got a great itinerary coming up for 2020, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. 
I have to tell you, though, I am making some changes. I'm making some changes in my life. I'm going to do things differently this year, and I'm looking forward to my changes. How about you? Ask yourself what went right and what went not so right, because it's not necessarily wrong. It just maybe it could be better. And so if, if you know what went right and you know the path that you're going down that just you just really feel good about and you feel like it's your passion and your purpose, stay on that path. But if there's things that are in your way, not always is that wrong. You know, it could be that the devil's trying to get in there to steer you on another direction. So don't always think that because you have a hardship or a roadblock that it's not the place you're supposed to go. Okay, get counsel if it's something like that. I just that's my recommendation because that's what I need to do is get counsel. You know, when you become a leader and when you're uh, doing things, it's a little harder to ask for help. But I have found recently that asking for help has been the biggest blessing in my life. It's just been a really big blessing to have people, you know, come through and support and, and back me up and protect. And it's been really, really helpful for me. And I know it will be for you, too. So don't be too hard on yourself, number one. And don't be careful enough to not ask the question because... We're supposed to come to him as children. And what do children do? They ask questions all the time. Why, 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 why? Right? Yes. So what are your biggest worries this holiday season? Have you put a name to them? What are your biggest worries this holiday season? How do you typically let worry affect your everyday life? Okay. You got to put, you got to, you got to call it out, right? We're asking these questions because we want you to put a name on that. Okay, what is that exactly? And I was talking to a friend about fear. False evidence appearing real. That's the acronym for fear. And fear not is in the Bible. 365 times, one for each day. Sometimes I don't think that's enough. I think I need it more reminders than once a day. But fear not. Why is it in there so often? Because fear just kind of creeps in there, doesn't it? And it kind of gets a hold of you. And it can stifle you and keep you doing what God wants you to do. So if you have a roadblock, question your roadblock because it might be a caution. But it also might be something where the devil knows that you're going in a really amazing path where you can bring a lot of people to know Jesus Christ and the relationship that they can have. And because you're getting detoured It might prevent you from being the person that can bring that person. And the third question is, what are some promises of God that you can lean on to help you overcome those worries? So part of the promises is knowing who you are. So you can go to suefreeze.com and there are the IMs that I've mentioned numerous times. And I love it when I hear that people have put, you know, printed it and they're saying it and it's transforming their lives by the renewing of their minds. That is a way when I have to remind myself that I'm victorious in Jesus' name, that I'm a conqueror, that I'm an ambassador to Christ. Those are some of the things that are said on the I am's. And those things are there for you, too, because that's you also. So, Rick Warren, there are three kinds of peace God wants to give you this Christmas. Are you ready? I'm ready. Peace with God. Warren says that this kind of peace is the foundation for the other two kinds of peace and explains that peace with God doesn't come from the efforts of man, but rather how Jesus died on the cross for mankind. To emphasize his point, Warren cites 2 Corinthians 5.18. God sent Christ to make peace between himself and us. Number two, peace within 
peace of God. The Saddleback Pastor says, Peace with God can lead to peace within, or the peace of God. He points out that Scripture references the peace of God. Are you ready for this? I didn't know this one either. 800, nearly 800 times. Peace with God. 800 times. That's more than 365. So I guess we need to know that even more than fear not. Peace of God. And explains that this peace can cover any of life's issues. So are you ready to have peace in your life? If you have a choice between worry and peace, which one would you choose? Now that seems like an obvious question. But when you have the option, because you do, you know when you're worrying. You know, right? You can call it out. I'm worrying right now. Do I have any control over this worry? No? Okay. So I'm going to choose to be peaceful. And I'm going to get some sleep. And tomorrow morning, my glasses are going to be there. I'm going to believe it. But what is it for you? That was my worry. One example. And it seems like a simple one, doesn't it? But anything applies. No matter what we're worrying about. We can exchange worry for peace. For those with a broken heart, God gives us comforting peace. He says, for those with a confused heart, he gives us guiding peace. For those with a shamed heart, he gives us forgiving peace. When we have a worried heart, he gives us confident peace. Confident peace. So what are you going to choose? A worried heart or confidence peace? Confident peace. That's a really good question. And that is a choice that you have to make. Sometimes we just kind of let it go and we just keep worrying as if that's going to make a difference. And it doesn't. Colossians 3.15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. How many are really heavily burdened right now? Your heart is heavy. The Christmas season... The holidays are just so filled with this type of emotion. And I know because I've been there, there's been a couple holidays that have been really, really, really rough for me. So I can relate. I'm not experiencing exactly what you're experiencing, I'm sure. But you know what? God does know. And he's there for you. And he wants you to reach out for him. And put your belief and your faith And let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. And number three, peace with others. The pastor explains this is a relational peace, how Christians treat and interact with others. He says that a believer's relationships with family, friends, and others around them are a direct reflection of their relationship with Christ. The farther a believer is from God, the more dysfunctional their relationships will be. Okay, so there you go. If you need a a barometer, if you need a gauge, check in on your relationships right now. Think about your relationships with all the family members and friends that you have. Is there anybody that's not peaceful? Is there anybody that there's something going on and you're not even sure what it is? There's unforgiveness in your heart or their heart. If there is, if there's anything you can do about that, write a letter, make a phone call even texting, just somehow to start the the conversation, the communication to start, whatever you need to do to just start that. And do it with prayer. Pray first, because you want 
the Holy Spirit. You want the discernment of our Heavenly Father to be guiding that conversation, to guide your heart and your mind so that you say the right thing, do the right thing at the right time. I have a special um, desire, and it's not so special, but it's special to me because it takes a lot of work. But I really want to leave this world, to leave this earth with no uh, relationship that's tainted. And right now, there's a couple people that come to mind where I still have work to do. And sometimes you don't have control. Sometimes you don't have any way of changing a belief system on the other side. No matter how much you talk about it, no matter how much you tell them that what they're thinking and what they're believing is not truth, their belief is their reality. Don't give up on them. What I'm doing right now for those people is I'm praying for them. Because even though they're causing, even causing me harm, they're causing me harm, I'm praying for them because the, the Lord says to pray for your enemies. That's not so easy to do, and I know that. Firsthand, I know that. But I'm finding that it's bringing me peace in my heart because I'm praying for these people that are being mean or unjust with me, but I'm praying for them. And I'm praying for them to feel his presence and to get whatever it is that needs to happen in, in everything in the world, in their beliefs, in their minds, in their hearts, to have it aligned with the Lord's. I'm praying for that, and I'm praying for the peace of God. That's all we can do sometimes, isn't it? That's all we can do, and maybe that's what you need to do. But if there's anybody, go through your list, go through your mind, go through the pictures of people that you care about that have been there or whatever. Just go through your list. Go through your pictures of your faces, the faces. And is there anything that's not right? And if there's anything not right and you have something to do about it, if, you, if there's something you can do, do it. I want to leave this world with no negatives. I want people maybe not agree with me because some people aren't going to agree with me and that's okay. It's okay. They don't have to agree with me. I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. Far from it. But God loves me anyway and he gives me grace. Thank God he gives me grace. And he gives you grace too. We all fall short of the glory of God. And it's okay. Ephesians 2.16, together as one body, Christ reconciled both groups to God by means of his death on the cross. And our hostility toward each other was put to death. Second edition in LT. Warren tells believers that peace can be real, lasting, and not just a dream, but God's free gift. So if you do nothing more, then create that peace as much as you can. Like I said, some things are out of your control, but what part do you play? What are you choosing to do? And in that, you can find that there's going to be a new understanding. There's going to be a new relationship. And I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Please tell me about it, because I want to hear. And listen, uh, the first part of the Sufri show, I I was saying that I really want to hear from you, and I do. I want to hear from you. So go to Sufri, spelt like fries, one word, .com, and I want to hear from you. Go there. Connect with me, would you? 
This show is about the pursuit of passion, purpose, and connection. Let me know if I'm on target. Let me know if how I'm doing. And if you have any suggestions on how I can do better, believe me, I'm all ears. I want to know. I like constructive criticism, but no matter what it is, just, you know, lay it out there. It's okay. It'll open conversation. Um, I'm, I'm ready, and I'm, I'm, I'm inviting it in, so come on. Bring it on. Okay? Because um, I'd, like I'd like to hear from you. Okay? I, I really would. So with that being said, I'm also making a conscious effort to love on those that are special to me. I, I just want to love on them any way I can. I just want to love on them. And I'm putting it out on the airways, so now anybody that knows that I love them is going to be looking for me, laying it on more than I laid it on before because they're listening right now. And game's on, guys, because I just want to hug you. I just want to love on you. And I just want to affirm you in, in words and actions that you mean so much to me. And I think that's what understanding the story and understanding how Jesus died on the cross for us is that we need to lay ourselves down and we need to sacrifice comfortableness. We need to sacrifice whatever we need to sacrifice for others and put others before ourselves. We need to serve one another. Are we doing that? Could we do better? Could we do more? Could we be better? Answer is yes. No matter how much I'm doing, I would always say, could I do more? Could I be better? And I'm always going to say, of course I can. Of course I can, no matter what. Does that mean I'm not giving my all? I don't think so. It just means that we need to get better at what we're doing. Even if it's time management, maximizing our time, maximizing our money, being a good steward with everything. It's all of those things. There's so much to learn and there's so much to do. And our life is a journey. It's not all about this one moment, but we might only have this one moment. What are you doing with this one moment? I only have this moment. I'm talking to you right now. I only have that. So what am I doing with it? What are you doing with your moments? Are you making the most out of every moment? And if you're not, what could you do different? Good question. What could you do more? What do you need to cut out of your life? What do you need to cut out so you can put better things in? The bucket only can hold so much, right? Think about it visually. The bucket can only hold so much. What's in your bucket? You know, they talk about, you know, when you're getting up there in age, your bucket list. What's in your bucket? And what's hindering you from uh, the new things that you want to bring on? I mean, you've got to, it's like me. I've got so many clothes in my closet, I can't afford to, to buy another pair of shoes. But I'm going to have to purge. I have to get rid of some in order to put something else in. And that's kind of a silly, but it's reality for me. How about you? So just ask yourself those questions and see what you can do to make some changes that are going to just enhance and make your life better. And the relationships, the focus is we want to build those relationships and, and have them grow and have them be deeper and more intimate. I loved it when someone shared with me, intimacy is into me see. Do you get it? Intimacy. Into me see. And I thought, that's so cool. Because that's what intimacy is. It's really getting in and getting deep and seeing somebody deeper. And it's really great to be able to be intimate, isn't it? 
It's scary, though, sometimes, isn't it? Because we guard our hearts. We guard our hearts because trust is a big deal. So I'm going to read from Sarah Young, Jesus Calling, Enjoying Peace in His Presence. I can't even tell you how many people that have bought this book because I reference this book, and it's so good every single time. It's amazing. Now, I haven't read this. I don't even know what it says, but I can guarantee you that somehow it's going to connect to the message that was given today. So are you ready? Here we go. There is no condemnation for those who are in me. The law of the spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. See, right there, first line. Not many Christians know how to live in this radical freedom, which is their birthright. I died to set you free. Live freely in me. To walk along the path of freedom, you must keep your mind firmly fixed on me. Many voices proclaim, this is the way for you to go. But only my voice tells you the true way. If you follow the way of the world with all its glitter and glamour, you will descend deeper and deeper into an abyss. Christian voices also can lead you astray. Do this. Don't do that. Pray this way. Don't pray that way. Do this. Do that. If you listen to all those voices, you will become increasingly confused. Are you confused? Be content to be a simple sheep listening for my voice and following me. I will lead you into restful green pastures and guide you along paths of righteousness. Green pastures, path of righteousness. That sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of life set me free from the law of sin and death. And that's the scripture, Romans 8, 1 and 2. You could look it up if you like. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. Isaiah thirty twenty one. My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. And they follow me. Are you one of his sheeps? That's John ten twenty seven. And here's the last scripture. Oh, I love this one. I think most people know this one. Are you ready? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in the green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You guessed it. Psalm 2, 3. Isn't that awesome? If you go to Psalm 23 and you read that entire scripture, it's amazing if you just break it down line by line and get the visual that goes with it. Just just break it down and read it and take a moment to just think about it. It's really amazing. And I think I, I think that's, you know, besides John 3.16, I think that Psalm 23 probably is the second most recognized and memorized scriptures, I think. So we're down to the last part of this, and Christmas is right around the corner. Are you ready? Have you got your wonderful gifts, your thoughtful gifts, milk chocolate versus dark chocolate? Just kidding, but not really. Uh, Have you got it all done? And... Have you made everyone, you're going to give them that special love, not just a gift, but that special love of affirming words and affection, physical touch, the love languages, some quality time, 
acts of service. Are you going to do that? The gifts are an obvious one, right? (laughs) So I listed all of them, the five love languages. Are you ready? I'm not, but I'm getting there. I'm so getting there. And I'm going to purge before the end of this year. I'm going to purge, and I'm going to make this next year a, a fresh start, a clean start, a new beginning. And I'm really going to do it. And how about you? What changes are you going to make? I started the show with that, and I'm going to finish with it. What changes are you going to make? What was working? What has worked? What could you do differently and better? And I want you to focus on those things. But you know what? Don't just keep it in your head. Write it down in a journal, a book that you can refer back to, because you want to see where you've come. I I just love doing that. I love seeing where I was and where I'm going. My big thing for this year is writing another book, and I'm very excited about doing that. So encourage me on that, if you will, and connect with me. Sue Free, spelt like fries, one word, dot com. Thank you so much, and God bless you. Bye. It's a time of the year when bugs multiply like crazy and start looking for a home. Your home. Ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, and a lot of other creepy crawly critters, even rats and other varmints. It's time to call Ecola Termite and Pest Control Services. They offer complete ecological pest control of rodents and insects. Ecola has one time services, ongoing monthly services, their most popular and economical every other month service, and even quarterly service for occasional pest problems. Ecola keeps rats and mice out and eliminates insects in their nests. It's the most effective way, and their termite control is legendary. So call Ecola today for a free estimate of complete pest control at 877-332-BUGS. No more creepy crawly critters like ants, spiders, fleas, earwigs, termites, rats, and other pests. Call them at 877-332-BUGS. 877-332-BUGS. E.C.O.L.A. Powerful pest control services as gentle as a butterfly. Ask about their two-year warranty. Call 877-332-BUGS.